my name is Marie Heron. Welcome to Living with MS, Truth Be Told. Um, this morning we have the pleasure of speaking with James. Hi, James. Welcome to MS, Living with, Living with MS, Truth Be Told. Um, I have my co-host, Jana Bartley, here, um, who was diagnosed with MS in 2002. And she's going to be interviewing with me. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. Now, I was drawn, and I remember I, I, I wrote to you, I said, Dear Victor, um, I was drawn to your name profile. It was MS Victor. And uh, now I know your name isn't Victor. Actually, uh, it's James. Um, yeah. But is that a personal mantra for you, uh, James, the MS Victor? You know, it's, uh, when I was uh, diagnosed, um, I think like a lot of people in the community, um, struggle to sort of know what to do, um, just in terms of um, who to reach out to, who to tell. Um, you know, you wanted to kind of connect with people, but at the same time, um, you know, for me personally, um, wanted to stay relatively anonymous, um, and it, for for various reasons, um, mostly because I was unsure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was important for me to reach out to the community, so. Um, you know, I really wanted to kind of create this uh, this sort of anonymous account on Twitter mm-hmm. where I quickly um, connected with a lot of people, heard a lot of stories, um, was encouraged, um, right. sometimes discouraged, but uh, encouraged as well. Um, but the reason I chose that uh, uh, as as my uh, as my handle was really just uh, because I wanted that to be my mindset throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've always been uh, somewhat of a very competitive person. Um, and so when this challenge sort of uh, appeared, um, you know, I, I really wanted to uh, to kind of set the foundation of um, I was going to win um, mm-hmm. no matter what that looked like. Um, and I know I, I know that sounds kind of uh, uh, silly because, you know, you're not none of us are in charge of this. Right. Um, but at the same time, I was going to uh, at least put myself out there of whatever it gave me. I was going to try to overcome uh, the challenges that were, were given to me, um, and, and day to day, whatever that looks like, right. um, just to make sure that, uh, I was a, a victor of that. Right. Okay. I love that. That's, that's yeah, a great, I know. great mindset. Can you imagine? I, I, w- I was contacting him constantly. Hey, Victor, do you want to come on the podcast? And finally he writes me, he's like, my name's not Victor. <laughs> it's James. But I can see why you thought that. That's, that's hilarious. And I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that re- it's a reminder every day, right? That, um, you're going to su- succeed and uh, you're going to control your MS and it's not going to control you. So that's fantastic. Um, James, when were you diagnosed and how different have your symptoms been from your original prognosis? Yeah, I was, uh, I was diagnosed in, in 2012 um, and uh, I was 40 at the time. I um, had three young kids um, and... Uh, really, it, it was something where, um, and, and I don't know if we want to get to a diagnosis story, but um, you know, sure. for for me, it was a, a pretty sudden thing. Um, so I had like lingering small things here and there. Um, you know, I had a you know my my foot was uh, felt like it was on fire, and, and you know I was having trouble with uh, my left hand a little bit. But you know, things that you can just kind of chalk up to aging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, you know other things, and, and maybe it was a little bit of denial. I'm not sure, but um, just just kind of little odd things that uh, just just kept bothering me. And then my uh, my my first real attack was was pretty sudden, and it uh, it hit um, you know my uh, my ability to uh, to walk uh, pretty pretty severely mm-hmm. uh, and immediately. So it was a walk in the woods uh, with my family. It was Mother's Day, um, and uh, I just 
stopped being able to move forward. Um, so, you know, obviously the, the, the family was scared and everything else, but um, after that attack sort of subsided, it left me with, um, you know, the difficulty walking, uh, my left side a little bit uh, of weakness. Um, so, you know, just some, some basic things there. Not a lot cognitive at all, um, which, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. Most of my lesions are in my upper spine. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of my issues are physical. Um, but, you know, I, from from there, um, really just had one other major attack that, uh, that, that took place um, roughly three years into, uh, into di- after diagnosis um, that, uh, that really then um, affected my, my walking even more. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's kind of the, uh, you know, where I am today. Um, you know, I've got... Uh, a list uh, about uh, three pages long of, of different uh, symptoms, as I'm sure we all do. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it, it, for me, it's, it's, it's the physical uh, nature of it. Um, and I'm affected a lot by heat. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So um, I have to be very careful of yeah. that. Um, in fact, my, my kids are, uh, are swimmers. Um, so I'm, I'm reminded because I'm uh, going to a swim meet right after this, uh, I'll be in a hot pool. Um, so I have to figure out, uh, you know, strategies to, uh, to get through, uh, yeah. that yeah. unscathed. Yeah. yeah. Um, you and I are still working. Um, do you find yeah. that the commitment to working and learning new skills helps you to manage your MS? So, um, you know, absolutely. Uh, first of all, but, uh, you know, I, I am, uh, I own a, a business I have, uh, for actually, um, 22 years now. Um, so, uh, 12 years into this, um, you know, I, I had a growing, uh, thriving business, um, and then I was diagnosed. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, uh, I had sort of two choices there. Um, I will say that uh, my first neurologist, um, bless her heart, <laughs> she, she was not, uh, she didn't have a good bedside manner. Um, she, uh, she basically, uh, you know, when uh, my wife actually asked, you know, what do we, what do, we do? Because my wife was sort of, you know, lost and, and oh, emotionally yeah, confused at diagnosis. Um, and then uh, the, the neurologist said the very wrong thing. Uh, she said, uh, don't make any long-term plans. <gasps> oh, um, James, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, it, it was fine. I was more worried about it for my wife. I mm. knew, um, you know, that, that I wasn't going to, to, to let this stop me. It's a confusing mm. moment. It's a confusing time, obviously. But, um, you know, for, for that... Um, you know, it, it, it really was sort of a, a, for me, I took it as a challenge for mm-hmm. my wife. She took it as, um, you know, something uh, that, that was um, you know, obviously something we had to quickly plan for. Um, the more research we did, the more knowledge we did, the more people we connected with. We realized that that was the wrong yeah. way to think about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, in, in answer to your question, um, you know, the, the fact of the matter is I quickly said, you know what, I'm not going to let this stop me. That's part of the, the Victor thing, right? right. So, but it's, it's also um, not only that, but I think what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to, um, you know, take this business to the next level. Um, so I really, I dove into, um, you know, just, just my, my work. Um, I dove into uh, different challenges that, that were presented. Um, you know, I find that, uh, you know, just having that, that purpose um, mm-hmm. or those purposes, uh, you know, helps, you know, the, the, the alarm <laughs> goes off in the morning. Uh, you struggle to get out of bed, but you get out of bed. Um, you know, you, you, you walk to work, you, you have an office, um, you have things to do. 
the more I do um, during the day, the less I think about um, having yeah. MS at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll have moments in time where it's a it's a problem and it, it affects me, but for the most part, uh, you just keep you just keep moving forward. You just keep um, you know just checking off the list, and mm-hmm. it's not uh, as as you know. I, I don't work as a distraction. Um, I just, uh, I, the MS is the distraction for me. And, right, and, uh, right. Uh, me yeah. trying to accomplish things. Yeah, it just, it, yeah, for me, it just, it, it gets in the way. It really does. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I've lived with it for 36 years. Uh, and, you know, I, I was off for a year and everybody keeps saying to me, why are you not retired? And I'm like, because I would die. Like I would die of boredom. I think if I, <laughs> if I didn't have a job to go to, if I didn't have new projects to work on, um, I think I would just be so bored, you know, yeah. and uh, and I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, Jana, you had another question. Absolutely. Well, um, <laughs> uh, not only do you run a thriving marketing firm, James, but you also do volunteering for Shift MS. How did that start? Um, you know, I I, I actually um, you know there, there uh, I, I saw that as your question. I actually don't. Um, oh. uh, volunteer for Shift MS, but uh, I do, uh, I, I try to do as much as I can for the community um, as well, um, you know, and, and, and try to do more as, as time goes on. I have three teenagers, I have a, a business, um, so there's there's only so much uh, that, that I can do, but um, what I try to do is, um, you know, I, I do uh, trials, so I, I work very closely with the health system here, um, so I'm involved in three trials right now, um, and I encourage others in the community to do so so that uh, they can they can learn um, and, and really kind of dive into, uh, you know, the, the research really requires people and participation. Um, so there, there's that. I also um, make sure that uh, for my business, um, both both selfishly and for the community, um, give a portion of, uh, of, of profit um, to uh, to MS uh, research in, in various forms uh, as well. Oh, that's a, that's that's very 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 um, noble of you, James. That's that's amazing. Yeah, uh, noble maybe, but a little bit selfish too, because I'm hoping they, <laughs> they accelerate uh, research to a point where uh, if if it can't help me, um, that that it can help uh, others right. who are uh, who are younger. And obviously, there is a, a potential uh, component of this. Um, that uh, um, you know can can linger to, uh, to to family members as well. So um, you know I, I don't want anybody and anywhere down the line uh, to have to kind of go through this either. So um, yeah. hopefully there's there's been a lot of great research. There's a lot of good things coming up. So. Uh, it's encouraging. You know, the reason I said that I was sorry it was not because of your diagnosis. I was sorry by the for for you having to experience um, the rotten bedside manner of a neurologist. And oh, yeah. one of my no, favorite one of my favorite stories is uh, we do have another co-host. His name is Tevin, and he was diagnosed at age eleven. And they told his family um, to completely renovate the house with ramps because he'd been in a wheelchair in two years. Tevin is our co-host. He's twenty nine. He is a software engineer. <laughs> He's nowhere near yeah. a wheelchair. Nope. So, no, you know, that's so why I'm, can, I, can you imagine what that yeah. poor family went through? That's, that's awful. Yeah, and um, that's when and, you and, said that, I said, I'm sorry, but not because of BMS, but because I just am so sorry for anyone who has to listen um, to that kind of, you know, frightening, no hope um, kind of prognosis. Um, the the, the yeah. path is, is so different for, for everyone. Yeah. Um, so for any um, any medical professional to proclaim any sort of 
um, you know, way this this is going to go. It's, uh, it's 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 just it's it's not right. And obviously, um, you know, the, the one thing that you need at that time is hope. Yeah. Um, so you know, we wish that uh, you know medical professionals and they're great ones. And I've I've found a wonderful uh, um, you know MS specialist at this point. But yeah, I wish there was uh, some sort yeah. of training on, on what that first moment is like because it's so defining. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And, I agree. Yeah. And, and we're very fortunate. We have two uh, contributing neurologists to uh, the Truth Be Told team. We have Dr. Brandon Bieber out of California. Um, we have yeah, Dr. I follow him. It's, he's great. Casey Farron, um, who has just now uh, become a neurologist. And she is just, I, I look at her as a new breed of neurologist. She's all about positive hope, pragmatic hope, which I just absolutely love um and you know it's interesting because um jan and i had just interviewed her and one of the things we said was you know what let us know if there's anything we can do on our end uh, to advocate you know i mean we have we have this podcast and um you know we're connected with so many people now around the world and we would just love to be able to push things forward um and i think that's one of the biggies is um, you know, when you're giving that diagnosis, like I remember when I was given the diagnosis in 1984, right? And I was devastated. I was only 24 years old. And the neurologist looked at me and he said, okay, you know, Marie, sometimes people live until they're 50 and they die in a car accident. And it's not until we do the autopsy we find out they had MS. And I thought, oh my God, if I could be 50 and not be in a wheelchair, well, who knew I would be 60, still working and selling cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, who knows? But it was that one piece of hope, that one sliver of hope, I think, that kept me going. You know? Yeah, that, that's amazing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that that, that sort of um, you know, thought process, that, that, that it's possible. You just want to know that, right? So yeah. You can imagine the, uh, the paths that people take, um, you know, because I, for, for me, um, the diagnosis... And, and just her saying that um, to me, I quickly then, you know, the, the, the worst thing I think people do, um, but we all do it. Um, obviously, it, it was before Google existed back back uh, when you were diagnosed. But um, for, for me, it was directly go to Google and, oh, and try that's to find the worst, stories. Yeah. And it's devastating, yeah, right? Yeah. So the, the statistics uh, that they show and that they put forward are, are difficult. And during my time, too, um, it was um, uh, um, Ozzy Osbourne's son was, was diagnosed at the, yep. at the same uh, time. So, you know, I'm, I'm with my kids. I'm at the checkout line. It's, uh, it's on the front cover of, of a magazine uh, where um, I, I, it was Sharon Osbourne, um, her quote saying, I won't let my son die. Um, you know, it was just like over the top and, yeah. and, and those types of things and those stories. Uh, oh, get out please, there, so. Sharon Osbourne, please. over the top. Oh, that's that's unspeakable. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy. But, uh, but, but, but going back to it, um, you know, the, the other thing, too, is that uh, that, that neurologist quote, um, it sticks with me and I, I have it yes, uh, yes. Know, written. I have it on my office wall. Um, you know, it's a motivator for me. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of one of those things where I've, I've kind of turned her negative attitude into my positive um, yeah. um, spirit 
um, it's just it's, it's just the way you have to do it, and yeah. uh, you know you have to kind of take your own path. Yeah, and that's why that's why we started the podcast. We wanted young people to hear stories like this so that they would have hope. And I mean, Doctor Gray, God love him, he's long since passed. And yeah. almost every day, I sort of like look up to the sky and I just sort of like say, "Thank you, Doctor Gray, for just planting that one little seed of hope," because it really kept me going. Yeah, I, I was actually lucky enough um, um, to, uh, you know, it was a scary time, obviously, with, with uh, you know, all of the things that happened in, in the beginning of diagnosis, all the testing and, and all the going mm-hmm. back to the hospital. Um, and uh, and then, you know, basically you're, you're kind of left at home. My first um, uh, uh, DMD was Capaxone, and, mm-hmm. and so I had a nurse who came to my house um, to train as, as part of this, so to kind of show me how to use the shot and, and everything else. Um, and, you know, at the very end of her training, uh, she revealed that she had MS and she had oh, had okay. it for, you know, 20 years. And it was kind of one of those things where I had not met somebody. Who, oh, that's wonderful, that point, James. That's yeah, wonderful. Who was, uh, who was thriving, who was working and everything yeah. else. And, and just yeah. those little pieces you just, you, you just hold on to. Yeah. And, and, no, that, that, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's funny. I just my seventeen-year-old. Uh, I'm a nurse as well, James. But um, my seventeen-year-old said to me the other day, "Mom, you don't look like you have MS." <laughs> and I said, "Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the issues. That's uh, yeah." And I face day today. And I always say to people, um, if somebody has MS and they don't look like they have MS, it's because they're taking Herculean mess, mess, uh, Herculean um, strength just to stand there and look perfectly normal you know like don't have a dizzy spell you know don't 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 let your ankles buckle or anything like that it's a wonderful trip though james and um you know it's great that there's people like you out there um because i know young people listen to this podcast we are now uh, have 700 likes on facebook we've got over a thousand followers on twitters i get feedback all the time so does Jana. um so does tevin and you know what? What you just said might be the one thing one person needs to hear. Mm-hmm. So thank you for for agreeing to be uh, a guest on our show. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure, and, and thank you for reaching out. I, I agree that the stories that we yeah. share, the connections we make, it's it's just so important because it is such a um, unusual and unique <laughs> journey yeah. uh, and experience that uh, that we're all on, and uh, every single one is different. Um, but, you know, for, for anybody who's being, um, you know, diagnosed at this moment, um, you know, it, it's great that there is a community of, of yeah. folks. I hope they find it quickly um, and, and don't uh, don't get all the bad stories before they start getting the good ones. Because, well, you know um, now what we need. We need you to tell everybody about Truth Be Told <laughs> so that more and more I, young people can listen. Yeah. I absolutely will. And, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not all that young, but uh, at the same time, um, you know, we, we oh, all. Oh, you're younger than me, uh, James. I mean, I'm. I, 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 I was. I, I was around when Jesus was a small boy. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, we got to wrap this up. I want to thank you so much, Jana. Did you want to say goodbye? Thanks, yeah, James. And we'd love to catch up with you maybe next year sometime. See how you're doing. That sounds great. And, okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for all this, this great work. Okay. Thanks, thank James. You. everybody. Thank you so much for living with MS. Truth Be Told, I'm Marie Heron, your co-host. And I'm Jana Bartley. And we'll be back with you uh, on our next episode. Thank you. Mm